millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> Well, the wrestling was nice, the wrestlers were jumping. Yippee-yay-o. And every match was one fall. Yippee-yay-o. Until the commentators started name-calling. <laughs> Yippee-yay-o. And the crowd responded to the call. I hear a Wardlow shout-out. Who let the dog call out? Who? 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 I'm <laughs> 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 so, interested. Have you ever heard that song before? <laughs> I didn't know to do the voice or not. I thought oh, <laughs> best not. Wow. Anyway, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Phil Chambers and Adam Cleary hey. from What Culture. Discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, but AW Dynamite, AW Rampage. Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on WrestleCon. Oh, it's new. Well, that's WWE, isn't it? They, they don't have pay-per-views anymore. They have what? Premium live events. <laughs> anyway, as I said, join my Cleary and Phil Get to discuss it. all the goings on in wrestling this week. It's felt like a long week, Phil, because we were up till about oh, 7 a.m. It was a long old night. On Monday morning, uh, reviewing uh, or uh, live streaming our reactions, at least, to AEW Revolution again. One of the best pay-per-views they've put on. Yep, absolutely, without a doubt. Like, top to bottom, pretty much. Absolutely fantastic with, like, three absolutely standout matches and that goddamn dog color match, which was absolutely Five fantastic. stars for me, that. Five stars. Not from Dave Meltzer, though, of eh? <laughs> One why day, Wilborn. Why am I not surprised? One day. None of them got five stars, so they were all a bit rubbish, apparently, because <laughs> his top is seven, so... It was a very mediocre pay-per-view, according to Dave Meltzer. I've, I've done this joke a million times, and it isn't even my joke, <laughs> but have you ever considered that the star ratings are out of 10, and he just hates wrestling? Good point. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. You did uh, All Out, which was obviously... What it's being compared oh, to... Oh, I can talk about that, yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah, going to yeah. say, in terms of... I mean, seminal pay-per-views that AEW put on. They oh. rarely miss. Uh, yeah. They're I, long. Oh, yeah, it's a fair comment. They're all too long. They well, they, they've blown with their roster now. Uh, that's not a criticism, by the way, but like obviously... We were at some of the formative AEW events, and there were a lot of good stuff. People you weren't there to see specifically, but who were more than you know worth your time. And then a couple of major stars in major matches. But now, like top to bottom, these cards are like these are people who they could have built the back of the company off years ago, if indeed they didn't. So yeah, they've just got they've got a lot of talent to get on these things now. So inevitably, they're gonna be long. And uh, it's been a hell of a week for fallout from all this. Obviously, Wardlow betraying his employer. What a bastard, eh? Um, and the end of the inner circle. And, I suppose, the, the AHFO. The beginning of the new inner circle. The Jericho Appreciation Society. The jazz. Yeah. Jazz. Okay. The jazz. The big jazz. The huge jazz. The huge jazz. Well, those ones where everyone was like, well, Jericho hasn't properly turned heel. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's heading that hey, way, though. And then there he goes with the baseball bat, smacking yeah. the face. Yep, that's it. That's the one. 
Um, yeah, fine. I'm okay with this inner circle breakup. I'm okay with the end of the Hardy family office because it wasn't very good, let's face it. Uh, and the whole Wardlow versus MJF stuff's going to be absolutely oh, brilliant. The bits with the ring, the pay-per-view is just uh, perfect. Love it. He's um, going to screw him out of the TNT Championship match next week, though, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, 100%. And I think keeping MJF and CM Punk both off Dynamite as well was a good call. Brave That's as well. Yeah. But you have to go how goddamn brutal that match was. Um, and now we've got bloody William Regal with um, Mox and Daniel Bryan as well, which is going to be Bryan Danielson, which is going to be absolutely amazing too. Yeah, your thoughts as uh, as a former, you know, NXT analyst. Yeah. And having the GM effectively now be in over there. Uh, yeah, I got an erection. Yeah, that's uh, genuinely quite. What, what was the whole? What was the line? Let's shake hands and we'll sort this place out. That's going to be really good. Think. Every Brian's time I come on, every time I come on one of these things, right? Yes. There's always you ask me some question about AEW and this, that, and the other, and I'm not in, I'm not as in the loop as I could mm-hmm. be. I'm certainly, I don't, I don't, I don't class this as searing or insightful insight, to be completely honest with you. But it's so easy to sit here and go, yeah, probably be good. Mm. Like Regal, excellent, great on the mic, just so good, a, incredible extra dimension to put in any storyline. But the storyline they're putting him in is. Moxley and Danielson are going to be a tag team now after they've had a really good match. So, like, it's the easiest job in the world, this now. You just go, oh, that'll probably be good. And then two weeks later, it is good. And then two months later, it's been good. And then two years down the line, you can reflect and go, hey, wasn't that good? So it's just, what do you want from me here? No, no, it's it's, (laughs) it's just one of those things where it's gone from like, oh, this could be a fun little Danielson dojo to like, cool, put the tag titles on them right now. I was pitching before this to do this pretty much the same thing, but with Cesaro and then have them turn on Moxley instead, and now he's just joined forces with Moxley, and he's got Regal in his corner. <laughs> it's like, somehow, this is even better than what I dreamed it would be. Well, you know, whether or not he's uh, an on-screen authority figure, or even whether or not he's going forward, you know, the mouthpiece of Danielson and Moxley, just having a wrestling mind like Regal is a great addition for AEW, isn't it? Yeah, it's a no-brainer to pick up a guy like William Regal. The wealth of experience and the amount of good words that people who have trained underneath him um, speak about him, like Brian Danielson. No, he's obviously one. He's... Helps turn him into one of, well, probably the best wrestler ever, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like his speech on the um, mm. Dynamite as well was like so emotional with the whole Tony Fitzgerald stuff and saying thank you for that and then like praising Daniel uh, Brian Danielson to the moon and back and then and calling Moxley a sadist. Moxley's also there, <laughs> but <laughs> that's also going to be brilliant when that finally turns and it, that cracks in because it's surely planting some kind of seeds for. It's really something that I don't know, like a developmental. Uh, show could could do with the, the the mind of William Regal like an NXT for example it's <laughs> uh, really by the way did you, did you keep up this week on who the NXT champion now oh, is oh Mandy Rose <laughs> and Dolph Ziggler 41 yeah. year old Dolph Ziggler are now the two main singles champions in NXT a brand that was taken off uh, Triple H because it needed to develop new stars and hadn't been doing that so it was now youthful and zany and, and wacky you. and now it's like I don't know how old Mandy Rose is 53 I think <laughs> like I just Good for them. I think My th- favourite thing about this is that perennial main roster loser, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, has now the best that NXT 2.0 I saw that. I saw that. He 99 <laughs> matches out of 100, he loses, but then, so he's probably had 99 matches since he made that <laughs> yeah. statement. I just, look, every time I come into this office, I ask, so is WWE still going then? And implausibly, every time I ask that, you all roll your eyes and sigh and go, yes. <laughs> I will say, I think this is actually quite a good decision because, I mean... Got a lot of seats to sell. I'm not saying, yeah, (laughs) that they are going to sell out that massive arena for WrestleMania weekend or anything like that. They've not sold it out for Raw's Smackdown, so they ain't selling it out for NXT 2.0. Sorry, can I just just 
something can you just pop a little bonnet on you here on, for a please, second please do. I I actually agree with you you've got this huge arena to sell out you're not going to do a long term thing like obviously we saw when Charlotte came down to NXT yes. for us. that was a great idea I think despite some of the criticism we got at the time I was actually a big fan of that I thought everybody involved in that feud actually did quite well I even thought Bianca Belair did quite well out of that feud at the time she was sort of on her way up yeah yeah etc etc I actually agree. I think it's fine to drop somebody, and I'm using massive air quotes here, down to NXT for a WrestleMania-style event. But Dolph Ziggler... But he's going to take that spear so well. He's already done it before, but he's going to take it so well again. No, but but you've got loads of huge single stars on the main roster who are legitimate, who aren't booked as champions, but are still received as champions. Yeah. For exa- now, I know they've got other stuff going on, but let's say you were planning this a few months ago. I would put names like Seth, Seth Owens or Kevin Rollins <laughs> out there, for example. But those two are great examples because they've got history on that brand. They were champions on that brand. They're still received as champions on the main roster. Seth Rollins has nothing to do. Yeah, and you, they've, they've got that kind of flexibility. Yeah. Imagine Rollins dropping down with that gimmick he's got now in a silly suit, which looks not unlike the NXT logo, Fair by the point. way, to be like, oh, I'm just going to come in and, oh, I guess I'll have a title shot. Oh, look at that, I won. Well, I guess I'm going to go into WrestleMania's NXT champion. <laughs> Is that not really watchable yeah. and interesting? And not Dolph Ziggler? It's, I suppose they were just like, we'll put it on anyone who's not busy so that we can and take it off them and put it back on Brom. I think that's the best thing in terms of a Brom Breaker reign going forward, rather than him having the rubber match with, with Champa or just defending it in some sort of stipped-up match against Ziggler one-on-one because there was a triple threat on NXT. But yeah, you, he's right, isn't he? Like, I love this idea. I think it's a good Orton, idea. Orton, like, some, you Orton know, would, I, know, I know he's old and it would have got the same criticism, but it's Orton, you know yeah. what I mean? It would, it's one of those things where you don't want to put it on someone that people are like, oh, it's kind of want Bron Breakers to win it back now. Yeah. But also... Is a he's spoiled for choice, aren't you? For for people, it could have been. It just kind of feels like they've decided they wanted to do this, and then they've just assumed loads of people would be interested in it, and gone into a room, gone into the locker room civilly, and gone right. So plan is WrestleMania weekend, big venue for NXT. Who wants to drop, you know, down there, take the belt to then help put over, you know, Bron Breaker or whoever, whoever it is ends up winning it. Anybody really up? Seth, Kevin, you fancy doing that? Brock, are you busy that weekend? <laughs> and there's just silence. Then at the back of the room, Dolph Ziggler goes, I'll do it. And they're like, oh, well, we didn't. Uh, um, nobody really? No, no I'll, do, I'll do it. I'll do it. Honestly, I really, I'd love, I'd love NXT. I'd love to drop it. Look, uh, uh, Bobby, you were, you were there. You could come down and sort of help. Yeah, we were kind of thinking maybe. Somebody, really, nobody else, nobody. No, I'll do it. Honestly, I'll do it. I'll do it. And the kind of they've then left that room, been like, so did you? Did you get somebody? Did you Roman up for it? Who's yeah, doing we it? Did, we did. We did get someone. We did. Yeah, yeah we, we did. We got, it was a. It was actually a former world champion. Yeah, yeah veteran actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, great, great. Who, who who is it? Who is it? Oh, it's um, it's um, stop saying it. It's it's, it's who? Sorry. Yeah, Cassidy Money in the Bank is world heavyweight champion. It's what? It's who? Stop! Stop! Stop saying it. Can you imagine, like, I, I'm at loss. I just li- whoever that was. That's this. By as soon as I flirt, as far as I'm concerned, this is canon now. This is exactly how yes. it went down. Whoever it was in WWE who didn't have the bollocks to say no, Dolph, not you, anybody else. Like, no it offense to Dolph Ziggler. You. No offense to Dolph Ziggler. He's a fantastic mid card oh, guy. Oh God, gotta say, yeah, look, gotta say, but has anyone ever bought a, bought a, ticket. a ticket to see Dolph Ziggler? Even at the height of, his and again, again, I just I think you're fandom. right to right to point out there, like Dolph Ziggler is. You need Dolph Ziggler's in a company. He has never ever let them down. And I will say, 
this match will probably end up being a lot better than people give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Probably it'll over deliver on expectations. Dolph Ziggler will look really good in it. He'll put whoever else over brilliantly. I will. I am full of praise for Dolph Ziggler. I have nothing but admiration for him as a worker. I would like to get that out there. He'll make one breaker look amazing. He will make him look amazing, and the match will probably be really, really good. But for this specific purpose of doing it for WrestleMania season, where you have to put bums in seats and you have to shift tickets. And it's not just putting bums in seats. It's putting bums in a 21,000-seat yep. arena yep. on at 11 a.m. on yep. a Saturday morning, the same day as WrestleMania. Yep. It's, they in just, a building that you've not sold out for Raw or SmackDown. I just checked to see how many tickets were left for yeah, NXT, really? but they're not, not out for sale yet. They're on sale in two hours, if anyone's interested. Oh, yes. I forgot it was today. All I'll say is... The point I'm trying to make here is it's not that Dolph Ziggler will do a bad job here. Yes. It's the talent they still have at their disposal. There were multitudes of better, more business-savvy options for them to use here. And so to wake up one morning and be like, see all the tweets, you weren't dreaming, guys. Dolph Ziggler really is your NXT champion, elicited nothing in me but a combination of a small laugh and a weary sigh. Yeah. Mm. It's incredible how far it's come through NXT, or, well, not really how far it's come, but how low it's dropped. It's mad. When you think about TakeOver and how did they ever not sell out a TakeOver like yeah. in the heyday of it's NXT? It's absolutely mad, honestly, as you say, to do the NXT review for us. Like, I've watched that. It's like having a friend who you were so close with mm. and you had so much in common. And I've just watched them lose their minds. <laughs> and every time I check in with them, like, oh, they've they've got a new flash coat now. They're going out with somebody twelve years younger than they are, or something like that. Every every step is like, are you sure they bought a motorbike, for yes. example? They're, they've started a Twitch stream. Like they're absolutely deranged <laughs> now, and you don't recognize them anymore. And it's still like, I know you're in there. I know you're in there, NXT. <laughs> There's st- every, I, there are still little clips. Champa was there. You used to love Champa. You, you were a big Champa guy. He's, Carmelo oh, Hayes is doing the, the uh, North American Championship ladder match where it all began. Uh, hey, NXT, how's it going? Are you still, are you still, uh, are you still kicking around with Champa? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had him lose the NXT Championship to Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so zany now. Oh, that's a, oh, okay. That's it. Just saddens me every time I see it now. Wish it all honestly. Wish it all the best. Yes. Nobody will be prouder when it finally either you know rediscovers its former glories or, or just curls one out on the posh rug and goes to sleep <laughs> for a very very long time. But bless it. Mm. Uh, what do you make of Jeff Hardy <laughs> showing up in AEW? Phil uh, clearly very much over judging by the views on that video, the yep. reaction he got. Mm. Uh, They've got their own music, too. And the enjoyment of him doing the dance whilst his brother's getting his head kicked in. Yeah, um, yeah, this was a no-brainer from the moment it was rumoured. They were always going to bring him in. He's a guy that just has a fan base that follows him everywhere and... Like just follows him to the end of the earth. Like he is so over among like a very core group of people. I really think this is going to be like more of a sort of needle mover than like a Keith Lee or an Adam Cole. Yes, you were saying something similar. uh, A mainstream wrestling fans kind of person that they'd see and go, "Oh, the Hardy Boys are back." Interesting. Let's check out this thing. I said this in the office yesterday. Like Jeff Hardy's entire career is very different. Right, the guy, the guy is selling used cars right now. If it's spelled G E O F F, and it's it's gen- right. You all listen to this at home, right? I just need you to picture the name Jeff in your head with the G, not the J. J G E O G yeah G E O F F. Right now, just picture that name in your head as it's spelled Jeff Hardy. No, no, that's not the music. That's not the music. It starts Jeff 
Hardy. He sells he sells cars. <laughs> he sells cars for a living or something. He is the oldest person in the showroom by a good two decades, and yet still always puts his arm too far around the shoulders of female colleagues <laughs> at every single work do. He's got a little trophy. His desk is the same size, but it's in a nicer part. He's got the nice window seat because he's just moved it. Yeah. He has some kind of record for monthly or annual sales in the tri-state area, which he brings up. The, the, by the way, this award that sits on his desk is from about 1998 Dusty. or something. Really, yeah, it's really bad. He brags about it all the time. Whenever somebody else does good sales, he goes, "Oh well, yeah, of course that would, that'll be because of this, because of that." It's not quite 97. Yeah, <laughs> three divorces. Of course. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, the figures are actually bigger than 97, but uh, adjusting for inflation, it's still not. <laughs> it's still not quite. World back when I was doing it. <laughs> three divorces. Goes to the same bar. Does buskers night every single night. He is basically. He is basically, what's he called from, uh, uh, Brent. Basically, yeah. David Brent. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, G-E-O-F-F, is effectively like Midwestern Bible Belt <laughs> David Brent. Jeff Hardy with a J, Team Extreme. <laughs> it's going to be a great addition to the AW roster. I already think I've talked for too long on this point, to be honest. So I just think you should ask for <laughs> I realise halfway through that I've been going for two minutes. When I love it. The point was made when I just put, you know, I spelled it out. That was it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a less cool name. And then I talked for three minutes. No, I, I, I think he could be, I mean, you've got dream matches. We've, we've talked about, um, there's a whole podcast about what to expect from him. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, fantasy booking of him, you know, in flirting even around with the title picture. But yeah, it's a no. Sorry, are you mad? No, that's the Dadly voice. It's are a, they mad? I think you know how popular Jeff Hardy is. Yeah, he's not going to win. Not winning. Having him around. What winning someone, TV special? Having him. If MJF's your champion and you put M, like Jeff Hardy up against him as a challenger, that MJF's going to beat. How? What's not to love there? He's a, no, that's never going to happen. Not that's not. That's not how they're going to use him. The Hardy boys mainly. Yeah, do a couple of yeah. Young Bucks? 100% Young Bucks. FTR, be absolutely Yeah, there'll be amazing. a couple of good tag team matches. Yeah, of course there will. Jungle Express, there's loads of, well, you can run down every single tag team in that roster and be like, yep, that's a dream match right there. That's great. I think it's great. I think it's a great pickup. And the fact that they've got the music is... It's bonkers, that, isn't it? Absolutely I th- mad. I think and the pop, that pop would have been nothing near what it was without that music here. No. I think I've maybe ruined Jeff Hardy for myself by now imagining it's spelled with a G. <laughs> so I'm listening to all this thinking, nobody cares about this. This is a car salesman. <laughs> this is a car salesman and his dad bod brother. Like nobody what I was about a Hardy matches. Boys mark when I was a kid. I had my Hardy Boys t shirt. It was purple. It was amazing. So Phil of this office still are. <laughs> Phil, my poor mother bought saved up for years to get this lovely white sofa for our house that we moved into. It had to be thrown out after three years because I was doing flips off the armrest, doing, doing the, 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 doing the, the fingers, <laughs> and I, I realised I could fully do a full rotation flip. I was doing swanton bonds onto that sofa. Bonds? Bonds. Swanton bon 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 bonds <laughs> onto that sofa, and the springs in the middle of it were absolutely ruined in about three years. Yep, I did the exact same thing. And I'm still sitting here going, ah, oh, yeah. Books, maybe. I don't care. <laughs> as long as they don't let them produce any music. <laughs> Indeed. This is true. Maybe more on that a little bit later. They can't, they can't see you looking at me like Okay, this is a quiz all the way up by Jen. Um, one of the questions. Dip our toe in the water. Uh, Adam Cleary, Stone Cold oh, Steve Austin is returning to a wrestling ring at WrestleMania. Yep. Your reaction to this announcement on, was it Monday night? It's confirmed. Yeah. No, Tuesday night. Tuesday. Reaction to just this is uh, I'm, the, the wording of this is going to sound insensitive, but if you just think about what I'm saying for a second, 
let them die. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, but all of them, every one of them who came back, Kane, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Steve Austin, has it ever been, Goldberg, has it ever been good? Has it ever been good? Like, but the glass shattering. Yeah, crazy. Texas. I think I would have a very different opinion of this if I was not going to be at WrestleMania. Yes. <laughs> like, personally, being at WrestleMania, hell yeah, bring it on. I want to be in a crowd when the glass shatters. <laughs> um, but if I was watching from home, I don't know if I'd be as bothered. It's one of those things, isn't it, where a lot of people say, well, if he's not ma- having a match. Yeah, have they, they said what he's doing? Because I, I watched that video. And there's a bit where he goes, you want to call it a match, you want to call it an interview, you want to call it a, oh, call it a brawl, whatever. And I'm like, no, I need you to specify that. Yes. I do actually need you to pin that down for me. You've not got long to sell tickets on the back of this. You need to like, pin uh, this It's the 19 years thing, isn't it? Like 19 years. It's like, oh, you've been back in a wrestling ring. You've been back in a WrestleMania wrestling ring. You've been hitting. Yeah. Literally, I don't think anything is going to happen in this that he hasn't actually done since he retired. He's only he was. He was hitting stun on him and drink some beers. Yeah, it's kind of well, all you need. They, they did that. Ooh. They did that. They did that. The Street Profits, him and Becky Lynch, like during the mm-hmm. during the empty arena era, mm-hmm. got just really just. It was the weirdest, wettest looking ring. It was so <laughs> there was so much unnecessary beer foam. It just looked so depressing and cold. <laughs> and they just hit a few stunners on on Street Profits, and I don't see what this is going to be. Well, Other than you, that, have you heard the theory doing the rounds theory. on social media, which is uh, obviously that the, the advertisement... He's going right to put himself in a wheelchair. Like, the what, advertisement what? right now is Stone Cold Steve Austin will be there on which... The KO show. On the KO show on which night? I don't know. I can't remember. Night one. Night one. Oh, so we'll challenge him to a match ah, for night there two. You go. And you'll feel a fool if you haven't got tickets to that. <laughs> well, again, all right. I see, the, I see the light in your eyes here. Yeah, absolutely. But again... They'll just come out. They'll do a talkie segment, right? Glass, glass shatters. Yeah, do a talkie segment, and then they'll go. Well, how about you meet me in this ring tomorrow night? Again, exposing the fact that they haven't filled the WrestleMania card for two nights, <laughs> literally as the first night is underway. And then they'll do that, and then they'll get in each other's face, and then you'll hit a stunner, and then you'll drink a beer, and that'll be it. And that'll be it. That'll However, be enough. that's enough for he's, me. He's just he's just jealous because he's not going to be in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but think like yeah well I'm going to be there for the glass showering so that's enough for me but yes. like Kevin Owens like he's going to absolutely love it it doesn't even matter if it's going to be a match he's going to yeah. be popping his little socks off like uh, Moxley did when Jake the Snake put the snake on him it's going to be that kind of similar thing yeah. getting stunned by Kevin by uh, Stone Cold is like going to be a bucket list stuff thing. yeah it's absolute bucket list stuff at a Wrestlemania even if it's not a match or anything he's going to love it Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. From Kevin Owens to his best friend, not Sami Zayn, uh, I'm talking, of course, about Seth Rollins, who, at a time of recording, has, let me just check, nothing on the card for WrestleMania 38, and yet... There's always are, the Andre the Giant memorial. Well, there's always that, well, that's yeah. going to be on the SmackDown, isn't it? So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot they did that on telly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, and yet... This forthcoming Monday, Phil Chambers, Monday Night Raw, emanates from Jacksonville. Now, why does that ring a bell? Oh, why yeah. Does that ring a bell? Damn that old lad over there. Uh, from there, is Cody Rhodes showing up on Monday? God, I hope so. We didn't like this story's gone on for ages now. And if, it's gonna, if something's going to happen, it's either going to be well, uh, at um, Jacksonville, the Raw after WrestleMania, or not at all. Because <laughs> by that point, nobody love, will care anymore. I love that. Is this going to happen? Well, maybe. Maybe. Yes. But also, no. <laughs> but have you seen how Cody Rose has been handling this so far? Just sending, like, Sean Ross pictures of his dogs going, oh, things are crazy over here at the minute. Um, yeah, it's one of those stories. It's been running on for bloody ages now. Mm. It was the king of its news cycle during that week. And it feels <laughs> like... Wasn't it? <laughs> uh, if the longer WWE wait on this and don't get him out there, the less of an impact it's probably going to have. Yeah. And if you've got a big chance to get to stick one up AW, yeah. it's to do it in Jacksonville, just because it'd be really exactly. Funny. So hey, God, I hope so. I'm really had a chance to get your thoughts on this. Your thoughts on Cody's future, Cody in WWE. You haven't asked. That's probably. Well, I'm asking that. All right, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, um, my stance on the whole Cody Rhodes thing going to WWE was obviously people were like, there was a bit of shock. There's a bit of disappointment I sensed in the air from people like, oh, what? After all that, after everything we've all sat through, he's going to go to WWE. And to that, I've said the same thing the whole time. Let your man get the bag. Yes. Like, let him like, let him get his bag. The guy wanted to be one of the highest paid people at AEW, which you could argue till the cows come home, he deserves. Mm. But on the, there they are. <laughs> and by the same token, you could then approach it from the business side for AEW and be like, well, you don't... You don't have to pay Cody Rhodes top dollar because mm. look look at who you've got. Yeah, exactly. Does Cody move the needle the way they move the needle? Probably not. So if he wants the bag and AEW don't need to give him the bag and there's this absolute bunch of rubes down the road, <laughs> desperate. With a gigantic bag. The biggest blood money bag you've ever seen in your life. They're down the road, desperate to have something to be like, look, look to someone, to one person who cares about wrestling. 
They came here instead of going to AEW. Look, we found one. <laughs> if he wants to get a bag the size of the goddamn moon, let him get the bag. Let him phone in three months of televised wrestling. Let him have a really underwhelming feud with Randy Orton. Let him do eight minutes at WrestleMania with Seth Rollins in a match that teases a great follow-up that they just never do. <laughs> let him be on TV. Let him present that game show. Let him have his little reality show. Let him earn more in six months than he was going to an AEW in three years. And then do you know what else you can let him do? You can let him leave. Then you can let him do a little indie tour or do some more television work or get back get into back television. Or me and him can set up WCPW, the reunion. Yeah, whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. In fact, some might say he's possibly going to WWE to get the capital to put on a WCPW reunion. Oh. I certainly wouldn't start that rumor, but if you'd like to on, on uh, Squared Circle, by all means. <laughs> I've missed having you on this podcast. Yeah, I know. I'm the, I'm the best thing we've got. I'm aware. <laughs> Do you reckon he shows up on Monday? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be fascinating to see what happens with Seth Rollins if he doesn't. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing. There. I will say, I will nothing. say, I will say, and I shouldn't be confessing this, and I think I need him to show up before WrestleMania and be on WrestleMania because recently I was absolutely hammered and started talking to an attractive lady who loved wrestling. And I was insist she hadn't heard anything about this Cody thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to do it. Definitely going to do it. And she asked me, oh, do you know that because, like, you guys work with Do you still talk to him? Like, she was under the impression that he had personally told me this was going to happen. <laughs> and I would like to point out, I did not say, yes, that's true. I just did. But and the audience at home will just have to use their imagination here. I just did this. <laughs> he didn't correct her. <laughs> yeah, I just know. pulled a little face. So... I need that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and there is one slot available at WrestleMania for Seth Rollins. Same slot Bailey had last year. <laughs> oh, Bella Twins bit kicking yeah. the crap out of him. <laughs> that would actually be quite entertaining, you know. <laughs> but yes, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you developed. Uh, really hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> keep you updated on any developments. But enough of all this. Let us know your thoughts on everything we discussed at What Culture WWE. But enough of all this. It's now time for a bloody good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Wrestling Fan 420. What are you thinking there? You've misspoken there. No, I haven't. Wrestling, but with an E after the L. Wrestling Fan 420. Can I see you yeah, yeah, looking at the answers? Look, yeah. How are you pronouncing that? Oh. Wrestling. Yeah. Who writes? I've always listened to you guys on YouTube, but for the dude complaining about WWE, I can't, I can't work out no, who's referring to that. that. Uh, if you don't like it, don't make your little previews for the shows. <laughs> if you've got <laughs> such a problem with it, you are Mark. <laughs> you are Mark. So thanks to wrestling. There is nothing. There is nothing. My favorite subset of comments we get, it's not just on the wrestling channels, for every channel, my favorite subset of internet commenter are people while consuming the completely free product we put out there, who say, well, if you don't like it, why are you watching or listening? You know what I mean? If you hate WWE so much, why do you watch it? If, if, this, if this grates on you so much, oh, I hate you. If this is so terrible, what makes you watch it in the first place? And you read it and you go, I need you to say that out loud to yeah. yourself. <laughs> I just reply, oh, rent free. <laughs> so that's the, apparently the best comeback nowadays. <laughs> anyway, as I mentioned earlier, this week's quiz is all about... Well, it's a two-for-one, basically. 
William Regal and Jeff Hardy, seeing as everyone has been talking about them this week. So five questions of each, and I've merged them all together, but it's the same same format here. Multiple choice. Shout your name. Wait for me to come to you. I'm a bit rusty on this, but I think I should be allowed a half a second grace. Okay. <laughs> so Phil's in there slightly before me. It's me. It's like the good old days when we were on Zoom and there was just the delay. <laughs> yeah, the, the, winner of the, the winner of the quiz. Like, I, I lost every single quiz while I had that terrible internet. Then I upgraded it to hyperoptic and I would everything we did after that. <laughs> so uh, most importantly, though, it's just for fun. Just for fun. Guys. I got so good at, over, at uh, what do you call it? Uh, Apex Legends, Fortnite, and Call of Duty Warzone when I upgraded my internet. Because it turned out I wasn't actually bad at these games. By the time I was pulling the trigger and it was registering the command, I was dead. So <laughs> Me and my flatmate once were, were unstoppable on one of the FIFAs because our internet was massively laggy. Uh, but obviously the people playing it... They weren't used to that, it. Like, we got used to it. So we're like, oh, it's, it's frozen. Just go and get a cup of tea. Come back. Oh, call has been taken. There Incredible. you go. See you later. Right, anyway, 10 questions all about William Regal and Jeff Hardy. First it, was like, question. it was like going Super Saiyan in some of those games. <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden, I could move. So, oh, it was class. Uh, question number one. Simple question to start off with. Okay. What is William, William Regal's real middle name? Oh, middle. Oh. Do you know what his first name is? Stephen. No. Darren in real life. Mm. But if, what's his middle name? Is it Theodore, Kenneth, <laughs> Hugo, or Barnaby? I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be William. But I can't be Barnaby. Who's who's, who's written this quiz? All me, baby. Oh, get in. Is there any numbers based? No numbers based. Can I have those again, please? Yeah. Theodore, Kenneth, Hugo, or Barnaby? Adam Hugo. He's a chipmunk. (laughs) No, dear, that's wrong. What were they again? Theodore, Kenneth, or Barnaby? I'm drawn towards. I'm drawn. I was drawn towards Kenneth. Kenneth. Yeah, I was drawn towards Kenneth. Kenneth just felt like a good banter one for you to come up with Mm. especially with your Keith Lee voice question two question two Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy I've the script now first one was about William Regal second one was about Jeff Hardy see what you're doing Jeff Hardy won the extreme quiz he's controlling his narrative (laughs) oh god we'll never have a quiz (laughs) on that well maybe Rage Room yeah yeah. (laughs) Jeff Hardy won the WWE Championship at which pay-per-view god no mercy, Unforgiven, Armageddon, or Judgment Day. Bill, oh. Armageddon. Yay! Oh, your stuff. Two thousand and eight. Uh, with the I think it was that Triple H and Edge. That was yeah. good. Good that. Good. One of the few examples of them actually doing camera work right. Because I remember watching that and was astonished when Jeff Hardy fell out the top yes. of the frame, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" Uh, question three: Who did William Regal face in the Duchess of Queensbury? Adam. Rules? Chris Jericho. Yay! Question four. Uh-huh. What's time, by the way? Hmm? Time. What, real time? Yeah, real life time. Uh, you qu- watch. Quarter past four. That'll be interesting. Just, I mean, everybody be listening to that at home be like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. What did Jeff Hardy jump over on his bur- dirt bike as a teenager? Is it? Matt Hardy? <laughs> I've seen quite a lot of things. His family? A volcano? <laughs> A bus or a river? That's what did Jeff Hardy uh, jump over on his dirt bike as Bill. a teenager? Yeah, river's probably the logical answer. It's boring, the boring the one. Bus. No, dear, uh, that's Adam wrong. River. <laughs> no, oh. dear, that's wrong. Was it his family? It was a volcano. <laughs> An artificial volcano, but a volcano. Oh, sorry, sorry, you didn't say artificial yeah, well, volcano. You obviously leap all over that <laughs> and they artificial. 
Was this one of his art projects? <laughs> I think this was just him being a bloody, bloody youth. Uh, right, question five. What is it, 2 1 to Phil? Yes. Two yes. One. Who didn't oh, Regal beat? Jump over here. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't Regal beat en route to becoming 2008's King of the Ring? Well, I was not watching then. Hornswoggle, CM Punk, Finley, or Matt Hardy? Who didn't William Regal beat? What, a, what an array of answers there. Phil, I'm going to go with Matt Hardy because you put him in because Jeff Hardy's on the other quiz. Good thinking. Yay! Yay! Well done. He was just, just on the other side of the bracket and I was, it got Hardy also, on the brain. I vaguely remember Punk as a thing. Punk was the final. And Finley as a thing. He beat Hornswoggle. And, so he be, and then he beat his dad. <laughs> and then he, yeah. beat, he beat Punk in the final. So Punk could have been 2008's King of the Ring. King CM. Oh, God, yeah, that wouldn't... It, as much as I think, oh, maybe that had been a bit of a push from... No, no. They'd, King Straight Edge <laughs> ruined it. Right, halfway, 3-1 to fill, but... Because CM Punk could have stood for crowned monarch. <laughs> That's how <laughs> I would have done it. Points? No, okay. That's how That's I would have done it. what he put on the side of his boots. Crowned monarch. Yeah. Charles Montgomery. <laughs> Question six. What was Jeff Hardy's jobber name? Was it... Oh. Mike Sharp, Keith Davis, Scott Casey, or Chuck Austin? Okay, I uh, thought see, I thought I, thought I was going to recognise one. I of them. thought you were going to say what their names were when they were doing their backyard wrestling. Oh, not the uh, Trampoline hi, Wrestling Federation. Hi, high Voltage and Wolverine, weren't they, the Hardy Boys? They were bonkers, is what they were. This is yeah, this is when he faced Razor Ramon. Yeah, again, uh, I've got I've got this. He's got his, was, he's got his sixteen. He's got his silly white trunks and he's got his silly haircut. And Razor Ramon should have been in prison afterwards. What was picture the picture the bottom third? Yeah, yeah. Mike Sharp. Keith Davis. I don't know why I think of the big intro. He's about to get jobbed out. Scott Phil. Casey. Scott Casey. No, dear, oh. that's wrong. These all sound like, I was about to say they all sound like Burnley players, but of course what that means now is they all sound like WWE developmental talent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you've got Mike Sharp, Keith Davis, or Chuck Austin. I'm going to say Chuck Austin. No, dear, that's wrong. It's Keith. Oh. No, it's between Scott and Keith. For I, some I, reason I, rather, Scott I was going to make them up myself and I was like, these two are, are wily quiz veterans, so I just googled WWE job names. They're all names. Yeah, who the Scott was? Sure, I recognise a person who used to job in the name Scott. I don't know. Scott Casey, wrestler. Scotty Goldman. Uh, Scotty def- Pippen. The defiant Wikipedia is going to come up here. He's naming Scotts. <laughs> he is an, a seventy-four-year-old Texan. Okay, yeah, I don't know him. If him, <laughs> you can see him. If you was, that his, was that his gimmick? <laughs> Uh, right. Where are we? There we are. Question seven. So still 3-1. Yes. Which title did William Regal hold the most in WWE? Oh, God, that's a good Was question. Was it the Hardcore Championship, the European well, champ? European. No, dear, ah. that's wrong. Could be hardcore could be Championship, hardcore, you know. the Intercontinental Championship, or the tag team championship. I want to say Intercontinental, but that hardcore belt got passed around. Nuts. God, I nearly said something. Absolutely. Yeah, like, je- yeah. God, did you see how pregnant my face was with that joke? Yeah, I'll tell you he's off air. That got passed around more than... Put, you put a beep in there, left you a little... I was going, okay, I'll just going to... Say it again. Gonna... Say it again. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I thought you were going to go with the D's nuts. <laughs> I want to see you want to say it in the continental, but he definitely would have had some mad tag team. What are you doing? 
egg. He <laughs> <laughs> definitely would have had some mad hardcore title pickups. I'm going to say Intercontinental because I want that to be true. It's going to be tag team. It is going to be tag team. No, dear, that's tag wrong. Team. Hardcore. Oh, I thought it might be hardcore. What is it, like three Intercontinental, four hardcore? Uh, two Intercontinental, four European, four tag team, five hardcore. Wow, ah. I got the worst answer. No way. Okay, question eight. Got to get these. Question eight. Who did the Hardy Boys beat to win their first WWF Tag Team Championships? Uh, well, you don't know this. Go on. Go on. Edge and Christian. No. <laughs> what happened there? No, dear. That's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just made sure it's still working. Hang on. I'll just double check. These nuts. Okay, good. <laughs> Can the options, please? The options are... They're not on the list. They're not on the list. I know who it is then. New Age Outlaws, The Acolytes, The Dudley Boys, Mm. or The Corporation. Mm, I want to say The Acolytes for some reason. What's the first first one? The New Age Outlaws. Oh, it might be The Outlaws. (sighs) You say you know, do you? Now it's not Agent Christian. I do, because I know the match that I was thinking of, and it wasn't the belts. It was the Tory money thing. Yeah. Terry Reynolds. Terry Reynolds, even, yeah. Tory Money's not. Tory Money isn't the person. (laughs) I want to say the Acolytes. I'm going to say the New Age Outlaws. What are you saying? I'm going to say the New Age Outlaws. No, dear. Oh, is it the the Acolytes? Well, let's ask Simon Miller. Is it the Acolytes, Simon Miller? Hi. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Right, question nine. Oh, carry on. It's only 3 1, isn't it? Yeah. I have not uh, been keeping yeah, score. Yeah, still be I'm still in it. I'm still in it. Yeah. Who was William Regal's Ooh. last wrestling match against? Oh, shut up. Was it Wade Barrett, Daniel Bryan, Cassius Ono, or Cesaro? Bill. Cesaro. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was bullying like, Byron Saxton. I was going to say it straight off, but then I just got really worried. Gachai. Question 10. After the last one. Don't want to be hurt again. Just just for fun. Question 10. This is just for fun, but it is quite serious because we're going to find out. We're going to find out who the biggest Perox Y Gen fan is in this this studio. The biggest what? Perox Y Gen? Oh, the thing you had on yesterday. Yeah, that was wow. (laughs) Going to make it to the top of my profession. Which of these no, you're not. isn't <laughs> the title of a Perox Y Gen song? That's actually it? a really good Love question. Because these will be silly. Humans Gone? <laughs> Soul Tied in a Knot? Human Scone? Humans Gone. <laughs> it's actually all one word. Humans Gone. Oh, right, okay. With a G. Soul Tied in a Knot? Cursed Ladder? Or None of a Kind? Well. <laughs> Cursed Ladder. It's got to be Cursed Ladder. Cursed that's ladder. the one you it made up. Yes! <laughs> that's the one you it made up. Cursed Ladder. Honestly, I was sat there. You were kind of like, come on, you got to go and do the pod. And I was like, these n- some names are so <laughs> preposterous. I can't think. None of a kind. None, None of a kind. kind is good. Cursed Ladder. That's such a good one to write in. Because <laughs> you're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> There you go, Thank Phil you. Chambers. You know your well done, Phil. St- you know your stuff. You are the winner of this week's quiz. 
Let us know how you got on on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE, of course. Uh, Watch there, you can follow all three of us. You can follow the winner of the quiz, Bill Chambers, at... Fill my chambers. Do, 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 follow Adam. I'm not doing this. Adam Cleary. I don't know. Yeah, I've got my people on my Twitter. Adam Cleary, C-L-E-R-Y. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn, of course. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Uh, we've got the previews of SmackDown and Rampage from earlier on today available right now. And hey, if you want your name associated with a bloody good quiz, make sure you subscribe to What Cool Dressing and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, just like Wrestling Fan 420 did. But for now, this has been WrestleCulture. My thanks to Cleary, to Bill. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. WrestleCulture is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Wrestling!